Podcasters Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. In my darkness, set me free. And I hear the Spirit calling me. Hello, this is Pastor Shane Eidelman of Westside Christian Fellowship. Because pastoring can be difficult, challenging, and exhausting, Pastors Unplugged is specifically designed to encourage those in pastoral ministry. I hope you enjoy this episode of Pastors Unplugged. Welcome to this episode of Pastors Unplugged. I'm actually going to uh, include a sermon excerpt from uh, Pastor Michael Kulianos. Really sums this whole topic up, and I I, I don't want to um, spend a lot of time on my own thoughts because this really hits home with a lot of pastors. Um, and if I could title this podcast anything, it would be Wounded But Valuable, uh, Finding Intimacy in the Struggle. And I'm hoping to be preaching on that October 9th, 2022 at our church. Um, but for the sake of, of uh, length, we could just say Wounded But Valuable. And as we go into dire times, the, the pastor, today's pastor, has got to be bold. They've got to confront the culture. They've got to be um, willing to sacrifice, but they also got to be completely filled with the Spirit of God. There has to be that balance of boldness and brokenness, intimacy with Christ. And we find intimacy with Christ in the struggle. Wanting to quit is normal. People hurting you is normal. And we can get so focused on budgets and buildings and programs and numbers that we begin to be... um, more like Martha than Mary. I mean, obviously you need a Martha and a Mary, but we can become so focused on these other things that we lose our intimacy with Christ and God will not compete with our ministry. And so with that said, I'm going to just play this excerpt from Pastor Michael, and I hope you're blessed as much as I was by it. Thank you. We're in the presence of the Lord. Be seated very quietly. Close our eyes for a moment. Thank you, Jesus, for your holy presence. dream, Lord. You're the dream of our heart. Thank you for your presence here. You're the life of our soul. We have nowhere else to go but you. And we worship you tonight, Holy King. Pierced bridegroom, there's no one like you.
king of the ages, and yet you want us. don't know what to do but worship you. We do worship you tonight. Wonderful Lord. Wonderful, wonderful Lord. Gentle shepherd, feed us tonight. Feed us with yourself. Holy Spirit, dear the Lord, do we honor you and adore you. us Jesus tonight. Touch us deeply. No desire to recover. I want to be in love. Because you're lovely. You're altogether lovely. Altogether lovely. And rightly should we love you. It's right to love you. Jesus' name. If you agree, would you just gently say amen? Team, I hate to make you stay where you're at, but we just need to, okay? We were going to receive the offering, but we'll do that later. The Lord is in his house. The Lord is in his temple. What a wonder you are. What a wonder you are. What a wonder. What a wonder. The scripture says in Luke chapter 10, verse 38, if you have your Bible, you're welcome to turn there, but turn there in honor of the Lord's presence. Let's not allow our hearts to move right now. This is home for us right here. 
the Lord is watching to see how, how we will respond to his touch. Scripture says in Luke 10:38, now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. May I humbly submit to you tonight that it's the lowly ones and only the lowly ones who hear his word. There's only one location to hear his word from. That's from his feet. And Jesus, we come lowly tonight, the best we know how. Like children who need bread, we do. You said man does not live. He doesn't live. He doesn't live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Your word is a matter of life and death. So we sit and come hungry at your feet tonight. Verse 40, but Martha was distracted with much serving. Hmm. Are you hearing that, Pastor? Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care? Nobody cares more than Jesus. When we serve him and forget to love him, we don't see him rightly. Who cares more than the Savior of the world? Do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Oh, I can hear the love in his voice. Martha, Martha. You are worried. This is a word for every leader in this room. You are worried and troubled about many things. Many things, worry and trouble, they live together. Jesus comes to calm troubled waters, moving waters, not still waters. It's in quietness and in rest and in strength that we find the Lord. Why are you cast down, O my soul? 
Why are you disquieted or troubled within me? I pray tonight you'll relinquish even your responsibility at the feet of Jesus. That tonight you'll even yield your calling to Jesus himself. Because he's more wonderful than what he asks us to do. She is troubled about many things. Verse 42, listen carefully. Oh, I pray this will be seared into the depths of your soul tonight. This changed my life in 2006. But one thing is needed. Just one. One thing is needed. Would you say that out loud? One thing is needed. Say it again. One thing is needed. One more time. One thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part. Friends, you have to choose the one thing. This one thing doesn't just fall on your lap. This fellowship is chosen. It's chosen. Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. If one thing is needed, five things are not needed. If one thing is needed, three things are not needed. If one thing is needed, two things are not needed. One thing is needed. Just one. Just one. Just Jesus. You say, what else? There's nothing else. He's filled all things with himself. He who ascended also descended. That he might fill all things with himself. I'd like to read to you. Uh, I seriously doubt I'll get through it. <laughs> but I would like to read something that I wrote in a book. Because I feel the Lord wants our churches to be like Bethany. The word Bethany, the Greek word is Vithania, and it means, oh, this is beautiful place of poverty. Mm. Not social poverty. Poverty of heart. Matthew 5 poverty. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For what? This type of poverty. Jesus is king of Jerusalem. 
king of the ages. And the true high priest, the holy one, it's his city. He's coming back to that city. He wept over that city, but he could not rest in that city. No. He preached in that city, healed the sick in that city, taught in that city, but could not rest in that city. But here's this humble little village, a day's journey, where his friends were. People who considered him more than what he could give them. An impoverished people. A people who are addicted. Hear me. God is raising up a bride who would rather die did not know the sense of his presence. That's Bethany. That's a Bethany heart. May the Lord give us churches like Bethany. I said, may the Lord give us churches like Bethany. Let me just read to you what I wrote here. It's called The Glory of Bethany. The village of Bethany was near and dear to the heart of Jesus. Yes, it was different than the rest. Bethany treated Jesus in a way that drew him and invited him into their midst. Of course, he healed everywhere he went and preached everywhere, from town to town. Can't you just see him doing this? From town to town, the love of Jesus compelled him to minister to the broken, to heal their diseases, preach the gospel, feed the hungry, to cross Galilee, to set the demoniac free. The glorious power of the incarnate God flowed all over the Holy Land and beyond. Yet this loving bridegroom could not recline and rest just anywhere. No. For this privilege was for a small and humble town named Bethany. The place of poverty. I'll never forget Heidi Baker saying to me, Michael, you love Jesus. This is wonderful. But go find the poor. There's a side of him you only discover with the poor. How true this is. But I don't believe that is the only type of poverty found in the name Bethany. This village 
was the place of great hunger and adoration for Jesus. Friends, I speak of a heart that yearns for his presence, that pants for his touch. If this type of poverty could speak, and it can, by the way, it would say, unless I can continually feel the presence of Jesus, I feel like I would die. In the words of King David, to you I will cry, O Lord, my rock. Do not be silent unto me. For if you are silent, I become like those who go down to the pit. David knew that the voice of the Lord was not merely for direction. Rather, it was filled with affection. For David, the Lord's voice was food. Therefore, he considered silence to be a life in the pit, a hell on earth. This is Bethany's heart. This is the wonder of such a longing. Did the Lord not speak of such a people when he released the constitution of our faith, the Beatitudes? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The Lord has a sacred reward set aside for those who are poor in spirit. Yes, Heaven on earth belongs to those who must have Jesus. And once again, love for Jesus unlocks his glory on the earth. Love, oh hear me, pastors, please. I don't we don't even own our own building yet. Be careful what you glory in. Love is more powerful than the greatest of strategies and initiatives. The church is filled with initiatives and campaigns at the moment. And many fail trying and others fail because they have deified their ideas above the literal and real man of Galilee. And he is real. He is so real. May I remind you that love for Jesus never fails. 
Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Tongues, they will cease. Knowledge, it will vanish away. But love, love for Jesus never fails. So many of the Lord's servants begin with fervor, not fire, fervor and passion, only to lose heart and strength when the battles come. What is God's remedy for such weakness? Again, the skillful shepherd boy who learned God's presence on the backside of a pasture with a harp by the Holy Spirit has much to teach us David says I love you Lord you are my strength strength for David was not found in his sling nor his sword or Goliath but in the gentle touch of the presence of the one he loved. Oh, Bethany, what a place. What love, what trust was built in the heart of Jesus for this little village. It was here that the Lord was worshipped, gazed upon, it was here that he was anointed for his burial by Mary. At Bethany, she offered her best at his feet. The Savior's feet were Mary's only calling. True simplicity belonged to Mary. After all, he who is all sat in front of her and so she had nothing else to accomplish and nowhere else to go she had him and he had her and that was enough nothing more and nothing less longer than I've been alive I suppose uh, there's much we could tell you that might build a big organization about now is everything.
I'd like to invite you to fall in love with Jesus tonight. To relinquish your Isaac. God won't share you with your ministry. It's not yours. He told Abraham, Abraham, I, me, I'm your exceeding and great reward. Isaac, I should say. He told Abraham, I'm your exceeding and great reward. And then Isaac came and the test was offered. Am I still your exceeding and great reward? Give me Isaac. I said last night, I don't know how many people are in our church. I don't want to know. I don't trust me. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't trust me that way. I'm a man. A marriage has covenants within covenants. Maybe requests from Jesus that he doesn't request from others. I don't know how many people sing our songs. It's not that I'm not thankful. I just... I want to be more in love at my last breath and when I got saved and I haven't seen that happen too many times. I've been around this now for 33 years. It's a long time. I can only count on a few hands how many had that twinkle in their eye towards the end. I want that back. God knows I never asked for any of this never once never what an honor to lead these young people there aren't many places where a choir will stand like that during the preaching of the word, worship on their faces, serve speakers meals all day long. Yeah, I asked the Lord to use me, but I didn't even know this existed. That was never the goal. Never the goal. God will only entrust you with what you don't hold on to. If you fall in love, you won't have to worry about growing your church because it's not your church. We don't even have to build it. He's the builder. He said, I will build my church. He's the builder and the cornerstone. 
He's the tabernacle and the cloud that fills it. It's all Jesus. I sense the humility of the bridegroom here tonight, stretching out his hand, saying, Will you love me? To my shepherds, will you love me? Will you be with me and hold on to every word that I've spoken in the scriptures and pour over them? Not for sermon? No. No. God forbid. No. course you should study before you preach but we don't go to Jesus so that we would preach better we go to Jesus because he's life eternal he's life in our veins and we have nowhere else to go do we isn't pastoring difficult at times you give your life away wondering if the people even are thankful yet you're still commanded to give your life away wondering 33 years of studying this precious book looking for the Lord And you freely give it. And you wonder if some people even care. It's just the reality of serving the Lord. And it's part of walking with Jesus. It's who he was and is. So certainly ministry. There's only so much people can give back to us without him we die and the ones you love the most hurt you the most don't they it does hurt doesn't it pastor it does hurt but I think there's a place in fellowship with him where he whispers you need the hurt because I'm hurt. Oh. You said you wanted to be like me. This is Calvary. This is Calvary, the wonder of Christ crucified. You say, I'm not sure I've heard anything like that. Friend, you've not heard the gospel. Jesus, the, I should say the gospel is not he'll make your dream come true. The tree is not part of the story. The tree is the story. The tree is the story. Christ crucified is the story.
story in heaven. It's the wonder in the hearts of the angels. They behold a wounded incarnate God and they are blown away. He's the star. Amazing love. How can it be that you, my king, would die for me? So to walk with Jesus is to follow him in the procession of the ages that the one who carries the tree offers us the same. I'd like to ask you tonight before we receive communion, will you carry the cross? Will you walk with the one who carries the cross? Will you? Will you? If you will, would you just lift your hands in the holy presence of God? Say, I, I, Lord Jesus. Say this out loud. Lord Jesus. You're beautiful. And I want to follow you. And I want to lead your people to you. To you, humble king. Teach me your ways that I might follow you. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you need additional support, you can visit my website, shaneidleman.com, where I will also write about many of the topics that we will be discussing. Sermons and free downloads of my books are also available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these ebooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.